welcome to another episode of Blended POV. So today's topic is going to be about starting over. Um, And it stems from, well, you guys know, but for those who are listening and watching, I have been separated for two years and that separation has turned into a divorce and it's coming to an end after nine years with my ex-lover. So with that being said, you go through a lot and you start over in a lot of ways. So I want to talk to y'all about starting from scratch, whether it be relationship, work, relocating, all that good stuff. But before we get into it, I want to hear about a highlight or a gripe of y'all this week. What's been going on? I got a gripe this week, Chad. I got a highlight. I'll go, I'll do mine first. I got a highlight and like something good that happened or something I'm excited about. So my highlight of the week is we fucking launched our first episode of Blended POV. That's the biggest highlight of the week. Yes. Yeah. We got hella positive reviews, positive like responses. So Thank you to everybody who's been supporting so far, but I feel like that's like a very big highlight, especially from where we started to now. I agree. So, we made it. We fucking made it. <laughs> um, and something I'm excited about, I mean, this might be silly, but I ordered a new hookah on Amazon and it came today. Ooh. I'm also excited that y'all. <laughs> I want to show y'all because I, I, this might be good for y'all, but Leslie, I added you on this group on Facebook, but I joined this Facebook group called like Black Women Who Read To or Black Women Can Read, something like that. But I got this book today in the mail and it's called Stop Overthinking, 23 Techniques to Relieve Stress, Stop Negative Spirals, Declutter Your Mind and Focus on the Present. And it's by Nick Trenton. So why you ain't add me? I like to read. Oh, I like to read right. too. Damn, okay, sorry. Leslie was talking about <laughs> the alchemist and the audiobooks like shit. Leslie be getting folks in trouble. <laughs> but I will add that <laughs> yes. I just got it today. This is it. Um, you can get it off of Amazon. Um, and I'm really excited about this because I definitely overthink a lot. So I'm excited to see what my uh what it could do for my overthinking. Yeah, I think we all could be from that. Thank you. I will add you. Relay anything. the message since I don't read. <laughs> no comment. Literally no comment. Like damn, bitch. I will add you. Shit. <laughs> okay. Who 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 want to do the highlight next? You, you go, girl. You go. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So I actually have a gripe, and I was thinking about this earlier because I was like, "What's gonna be my highlight?" And I was like, "You know what? This is what I'm gonna talk about." So I, y'all know I work out every damn day. My gripe is that what it's called? Gripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay is men who do too much in the gym like it really grinds my gears grunting slamming machines down playing loud music rapping to themselves. and then today like I walked in the gym first of all people had they clothes on treadmills like on the whole treadmill like how I'm supposed to run and your clothes is on this one and you on this one so let's practice etiquette in 2022 fellas like we don't need to do all that i lift heavy myself and i don't be grunting and moaning and doing all that in the gym okay mm-hmm. okay bitch what you be yeah. lifting girl i could lift like for real like it's crazy but i could straight lift like 140 you can lift me girl okay i can push you on my back and do a few and do a few push-ups ever, i know if ever we get into some shit you can pick me up and i'm be okay girl i will carry you girl <laughs> On the side. <laughs> Don't you lift me above your like head. <laughs> Do you be like lifting when you look, you doing squats or you doing like lifting like everything, yeah. squats, everything, push, uh, everything you could think of, girl. I'm a monster in the gym. Oh, I'm like okay. actually an OG. Like it's like a whole little clan of us that beat our, you know, so. That's what's okay. up, OG. Original guy. I love it. For sure. Okay, Lily, girl. Hey, um, what this week kind of blurred. The highlight, the highlight of this week. Uh, I don't know. I got a new book too this week. Ooh, share. Yeah, all about love. I, I always see it on everybody like top reads or whatever. So all about love by Bell Hooks, R.I.P. Um, so I'm excited to start reading that. I used to read a lot actually, and I just got out. I I like Swish TV with reading, and now I'm like women my like weaning myself off of um tv so 
Um, hi, another highlight. I don't know. It's just this week kind of went by fast. I've been staying productive. That's good. Um, yeah, that's the highlight. The what's the what's the bad word? The right. Word? Oh, my gripe <laughs> is I started my period yesterday. Oh, oh damn! Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the worst. The first day is absolutely the worst. Oh, I'm on my second. I just feel like a little bitch. Yeah, that's okay. You that's why I was telling Tracy. Like, I don't think I ever. Ex- I don't think I've ex- really experienced like PMSing. Like, I don't realize that yeah. after. Like, I'm like, oh fuck! I know why I was acting like that. Oh, really? mine is horrible. Like, I when I'm PMSing, people getting blocked. I'm ending friendship. <laughs> I'm, I'm snapping. I'm throwing shit. I'm annoyed. It's horrible. Like, yeah, I don't be feeling like that. I just be wanting chocolate. And mine candy. is the first the week before my cycle. I just be emotional i don't even like <clears throat> making decisions on that week that week is rough <laughs> men don't understand child okay they never will okay y'all so <laughs> to get back into today's topic um what's your highlight oh i forgot about me um <clears throat> my highlight i woke up every day and thank god and okay. so far i've tried to like do a meditation before bed and I've done it every night this week so I'm proud of myself for that um my gripe I am just trying to understand how people are just quitting their jobs and still thriving what is the secret I just looked and my wax lady just quit and I was just used to her and she quit because she had been dealing with some stuff but it's just an easy decision it seemed like for some people and I want to know what the secret is that's all that's my gripe. Yeah. I wish I knew, child. Right. Yeah, but you know what? I'm happy with my job. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. You are so annoying, though. I mean, you are. Yes. I mean, it's it's still just mind-boggling. Like, somebody spilled a tea. But um. anyway, get back into it. So my last two years have been hard eye-opening and transformative and with all that like I was saying earlier you go through changes and you start over in a lot of different ways you could start over with new bills you have to pay you start over with um um living on your own again and finding yourself and filling time and all that good stuff or weird stuff I should say but that's what brought me to one to talk about today's topic, which is starting over. So I have some questions for y'all. And it's not just about marriage and relationships, but just overall. Um, my first question is, how do you guys heal after ending a relationship and or friendship? Mm-mm. um <clears throat> i'm gonna go with india's beautiful face because i love that smile <laughs> <laughs> okay um honestly so i hate saying this all the time but i've been married forever but Girl, i love saying that god <laughs> you know, you know. you've been married you married you got a husband okay <laughs> i think the best way to heal after any <clears throat> any relationship it's honestly talk to somebody like I have been through things, not like particularly like breakups, but I learned like talking to people like people don't just be telling their business. You know what I'm saying? Like you think everything is peaches and cream with everybody. But mm-hmm. when you talk to people about your problems, you learn a heap of a lot of shit about what other people are going through. Mm-hmm. So honestly, talking to people, um, counseling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think all of those things are beneficial, but definitely talking to people. I've gotten through a lot, just like talking to my mom and like some of my closest female family members about stuff that I'm going through. And then they start telling me stuff and I'm like, dang, I did not know you went through that. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody pretty much be going through the same shit. It's just some people will spill the beans and some people keep the shit to themselves. So that is good. That is so good. I love that. And that's so true. I had an experience with that recently. Like, what? You did what? You know. It was <laughs> a surprise, <with> child. <laughs> I would say, like, for me, it's more like to, like, wait. The question was, how do you, wait, say it again. How do you heal from ending a friendship or a relationship? Gotcha. 
I'm more like a what is the word like out of out of sight out of mind type of person so like if I stop being friends with you or or break up with you like I don't want to see you on social media I don't want to like know anything that's going on for because for me it's like a healing process because like if I see you I'm gonna miss you or I'm gonna think about certain shit so like for me I I like to like kind of block and I don't know remove all that that person um because I feel like if I see it I'm gonna be like sad and shit yeah on top of already being sad yeah so like cold turkey yeah it works I like that you said that because that just actually made me think so yeah blocking somebody removing them are like some of the best things that you could do but honestly I do feel like it kind of makes it worse because if it's something that is just like for me when I get mad about something or I feel I take something personal I will unfriend somebody stop talking to them all of that kind of stuff but I feel like sometimes like for instance when I'm like on my period or about to come on and I'm snapping then like a week later, I'd be like, I did not have to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of make little regret, like I feel little regrets about doing all of that. But I yeah. do it a lot. But I do get that, like completely removing yourself from seeing that person helps too. Yeah, yeah. on a, like a breakup. Not when I'm on my period, bitch. Yeah, you talking about like <laughs> now when I'm just like, over a week. Like, like you ain't talking about moving on. <laughs> like, like, what? like <laughs> no, but I have though. Like seriously, like. Like, honestly, I've been off and on with people. All of us have. How many of y'all have been off and on with somebody? Come on. Put them on. Yeah, but like, I've been off and on, but like, I'm talking about like a little No, but you, like, it's, I think that the situation, okay, yes, you right, girl. Speak your truth. There's your truth. But I feel like what Keisha was saying is like a, it's a 90s way to break up. Like back in the 90s or before like social media, you was done. You know, only thing that person could offer you was a phone call, maybe a pop-up. Now you got, if you forgot to unfollow them or whatever, they right in your face. And don't let it be with a new boo, you know? Okay, that's why I don't want to see. That's why I'd be like, bye. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I feel like the 90s way of breaking up was pretty healthy back then. Now we all stalkers, you know? And I feel like men never be done. Y'all might be done with somebody, but then oh. me and honey, they start like <laughs> friendship. They'll start calling you again. Like, shit just fucking never, they never give up, child. <laughs> they never give up. Niggas, I, that's the one question I want to be asking men. Like, why do y'all, like, why do y'all be coming back? Like, what's the, you do all this shit to come back and be like, I miss you. Like, bye, nigga. Bye. <laughs> Girl, it could be 10 years of marriage and everything later, and they still think they can get back. Okay? It's ridiculous. They have whole kids and see you out and be, be wanting to get back with y'all talking about. <laughs> You was the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't understand. <laughs> talking about talking about you looking beautiful, Nick. Bye. Okay. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> you know, giving out money, all type of shit. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Oh, Lily. I missed it. What happened? I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. It depends. Um, um, it's easy if I'm ready to move on. Like if I'm done, mm-hmm. sometimes I go, you know, for me, it's always hard until like some clicks in me, I'm done, ill. Mm. You know, I can't like when I look at you, there's no you know what I'm saying? There's no feeling. So sometimes it's easy. Um how, and one of my things from like one of my best ways to heal is like really to like level up and like in certain in some kind of way you know what Mm. i'm saying like um create something new i'm busy like making sure i pull that off um you know i think too like just like especially like in romantic relationships i think like when something ends it can like really like affect everything like but especially like your confidence especially if you it's something you wanted you're not sure why it didn't work out so just like even just like focusing on me and what I got going on or what I'm trying to change or what I'm trying to produce or who I'm trying to be like once I find something like that and really like hone in and like just be like knee deep in that that's what like helps me to move on um Social media is definitely a biatch. Okay. I hate I hate the I hate the generation of social media and like dating. That yeah. shit just 
weird all overall like even from start to finish of a relationship or whatever so I don't know I think my main thing is like when I like you know if I can like make my mind like focus on me and what I got going on that's my best way but a lot of times I don't move on so I'm like you know, I some I, I just snap. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some just like clicks in me, but I do have a heart. Like if I'm like romantic things, if I'm like really invested in somebody, I really like love somebody, or you know, it's that's not an easy thing for me to do. No. Especially because I don't deal with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm never the person that's like, y'all know, move on and be with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Find you know. Mm-hmm. Find somebody else to fill that space or occupy that time. That ain't me. So it's it's heart wrenching. It is like heartbreak is like really like heartbreak. Like you be like so like sick and just like that. But I'm like you, Leslie. Um, it's not easy to like move on from somebody that you that you love. But I think like when I am blocking somebody, it's at that stage where you like ew. I'm disgusted. Like it's a wrap. Like Mm -hmm. I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Mm Tracy, I couldn't imagine like marriage though. Like, how do you, I guess I'm asking you, how do you heal? Because so many things are combined when you get married. You know what I'm saying? Like bills, mortgage, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like so many things are combined and even like kids, you know what I'm saying? Like how I couldn't imagine trying to heal from something like that. So like, what steps do you take? Well, in the beginning, um, I did a lot of therapy before I made my decision and during my decision, but our separation wasn't traditional in my opinion. Um, When we separated for like the first two years, we literally tried to work it out. You know, we tried to figure things out and whatnot. Um, But what helped me get through it once it was like the point of no return was definitely talking to different people Um, allowing myself to feel and and cry and do that as many times as necessary to just exalt that that pain Um, um, talking to elders really helps you know like mother figures and aunties and stuff you know um, hearing their wisdom um, going through it Um, going out it may be a distraction, but going out and feeling sexy again, you know, that helps. Um, we didn't have any kids, so that definitely made things a lot easier. Like grieving with that, I can only imagine. Um, but you, I'm still grieving too, you know, even though it's been two years going on three, you know, you still have to grieve and recognize that it's almost like a death. Um, and sometimes you feel like death is easier because that person is gone and they can't come back versus you guys chose to end it and you both are walking around the world and not together, you know? Can I hit on that, please? Just one and then, But that, that is what, because I think both you and I like have experienced like death, especially, you know, close people. Mm-hmm. But I always like, I do be like, I know that's like hard to understand, but it, in a, and I'd be like, if I say it, I know a lot of people can't even like comprehend, but it is hard in a lot in a sense harder than somebody like mm-hmm. dying because my main thing is like that, like you know, people who have passed away in my life that wasn't a choice of theirs, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it wasn't a choice, like somebody didn't sin and you know, think and overall decide don't want to be here no more you know what I'm saying I can't be with you I can't work through this I can't it's like you know it's not somebody making that decision so and again it's still somebody here living and breathing that you have to like literally mentally emotionally and physically restrain yourself from reaching out to talking to looking for you know what I'm saying so it is it's definitely it is like losing somebody but a major like difference than somebody like passing away absolutely yeah absolutely yeah it's um it's a challenge for sure um my friends friends family loved ones all of them have helped me go through this um our situation was unique so I would also say talking to my soon-to-be ex-lover you know 
even talking with him about certain things helped. Oh, this is one of the most important things that really helped me. So before I made the decision, you know, to not want to be married anymore, I journaled a lot prior Mm -hmm. to and even after. And like today, like it helps me go back and look and reflect to see why I made the decision that I made. It's almost like talking to myself from the past, you know, because sometimes you need that reassurance. I don't care who you would, you go through, should I stay? Should I go? Am I making the right decision? You're questioning yourself, you know? So reflecting back on myself is almost like, okay, Tracy, you know, just listen to you, you know? Um, And also if it's really set in your, your heart, your being or whatever to let go of that, and you know that, I mean, that helps, you know, but you'll know if you want to stay or if you want to go or if you teeter-totter. All those emotions, I feel like, are okay and a part of the process. Um, but most importantly, you're going to go through different stages of grieving, I feel like, mm-hmm. with a divorce. And like I said, you know, with kids, it's completely different. Even filling out the paperwork is mm-hmm. trying um and because we didn't have kids I feel like more than half that paper was about children so I can only imagine that like reading some of that stuff even looking through the papers of like a divorce the Mm -hmm. the government is constantly asking are you sure you know can you work it out so I think that's encouraging that they're not just pushing for people to just break up but um needless to say it's a process I would have to kill him because honestly I can't imagine dealing with I can't imagine that type of heartache of seeing somebody you love and they making them making the decision not in your situation but any some people where that person made the decision to leave and you got to see them with somebody else it's a small ass city and all of that I couldn't imagine like I feel like I would probably be on the news this is my (laughs) thought right now you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. totally be bailing you out, bitch. I be bailing you out. <laughs> I just making sure. I hope y'all would be helping me with the, the body, of course. Yeah, I mean, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, like, I can't, like, obviously, like, everything ain't peaches and cream. Ain't been peaches and cream the whole 16 years me and Spiffy been together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I know what, like, heartache feels like. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's sh- like, it really does hurt when you go through something. Like, it's like you have an out of body fucking It's literally the worst feeling. Like, it, you and not yourself. You're you are not your no. shit. That's like, I remember, okay, this Ooh. is like a funny, this is like, I'm grown now, but like, I remember like one time, like, I was going through like a heartbreak and to get out of work, like, I like made up a whole elaborate story that like, like a family member was in the hospital and like had to go, like, cause you'd be so like sick and like just depressed, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, I got a question because we're talking a lot about breakups, like we're in romantic relationships. Have any of y'all had like a breakup in a friendship that yes. affected you in that way? Like, yes, I feel mm-hmm. like most of my friend breakups. I feel like anybody that is like that I consider like a close, close friend, and that we like break up is like a heartbreak to me. Like. It could be, but even if I like stop being friends with y'all, like it, that would to me would legit be like a heartbreak. Cause like, obviously y'all are a big, a big part of my life, but I have had like friends that I've become really close with and it's sad that we aren't friends anymore, like mm-hmm. friends anymore. So I would say yes, like friends, obviously it's different cause it's not your nigga, but friends, you can have friends, soulmates and shit like that too. So mm-hmm. Um, I, I can comment on this a little bit so when I have gone through something like I typically di- like I be in so much like if when I go through stuff I usually distance myself from people and like y'all have experienced this because I went through something and I just kind of distance myself from y'all you know what I'm saying and like you don't realize until you've made it through like how like things have changed so much like that that you have like you know what I mean? Like kind of slept on your friends a little bit because you're so focused on what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to like rebuild. But like, yeah, I've gone through that. Like in most of my friendships that have ended, I feel like I was going through something in a moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the top of my mind because I was so invested in trying to fix something else. Whether it be like giving birth or something I'm dealing with in my marriage, like whatever the case, I feel like sometimes distance happens because you're going through something. 
Yeah, and like some people handle stuff by take, you know what I mean? Taking a step back from other things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. I feel like if it's meant to be, y'all reconnect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I feel too like, I, sorry, this was my last thing. Like I feel too with me, like kind of going back to what we talked about on like our purpose stuff and things that we said about, like, I feel like I care really deeply. So like, if you, like stop being my friend and we break like it really like affects me too and then and then I started thinking about like well were we friends to even begin with like my mind started turning because I don't know I feel like it would take a lot to really stop being friends with somebody I yeah. I asked that question because I've never been I have like I haven't had a situation where like any friendships that I've ended like permanently where we didn't like we you know we was mad at each other we wasn't cool for a cold guy I haven't like any 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 friendships personally that like affected me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, you know, I, you know what I'm saying. And I think like that. But what we talked about last week about like finding new friends. But I think I, that's why I'm like I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. Like I got people I've been friends with for a long time. You know, we been through stuff. We get through stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. I just like I like. I don't maybe and then maybe that's why because I just I don't know my friends are like really important to me and I always I, one of my things I like always say is like friends are like people that you choose so like I'm not gonna be friends with you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna be friends with somebody who I can't we can't be cool with or we like constantly mm-hmm. get into it or we don't connect well so I think that's why like just like having that mentality like I guess kind of like just protecting me from yeah. whatever but I've been having mm-hmm. the same friends for a long time <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I haven't, friends. <laughs> yeah I've been having the same friends for yeah. a long time so I guess I've just and we you know grown so much and gone through things and got through things that I've just I really haven't had an experience where I stopped a friendship and I've been like heartbroken over it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I feel like nothing has ever been that deep you know what I mean like any friendship that I'm not in no more like it's no hate it's just like we grew apart like it was never nothing traumatic that happened where we like hurt each other you know what I'm saying it was more so like okay these events happened and we kind of grew apart nothing to where it was like traumatic that was like high school like where somebody had done something like grimy to me but then at Mm -hmm. that point I'm like bitch bye you know what I'm saying (laughs) like do this but yeah I've definitely had heartbreak with friendships um I've I mean, I've gone through different friendships and different courses in life, but the ones that really matter, um, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you used to talking to somebody every day and a certain person adds a certain something to your life and you go without that. It's definitely some mourning involved. Um, but, you know, you just have to kind of go through the motions and figure out like, damn, I miss this bitch. Let me fucking fix this shit, you know, or... My life is a lot better without that hoe. Bye. Either way, that time no Anyway, now let me ask you guys this. So, for me, this is kind of I don't know how hard, but I'll just ask. So, how do you move on once trust has been broken with the? with anybody you can relate to but this is definitely going to be relatable for a relationship you know or do you let do you, can you go on or can you not go on I feel like that's like a hard like, <laughs> right <laughs> um I haven't been in a relationship in a while but I would I'm going to speak on from maybe like what I would do now um I really think that it depends on the situation mm-hmm. and like how the trust was broken and like Cause I mean, what is it like? Am I is the trust broken because he lied about his age for five years? Like what? Like I mean, I think it, like I'm just saying. Like I think it really depends on like yeah. what type yeah. of situation it is, and like how long y'all been together. Like it's I don't know. That's a really tricky question because it, I feel like it depends on the situation. Like everybody's situation is different. Y'all want a scenario? Okay, let's let's do cheating or finances. You know, those are pretty big. So if Both someone... Those Wait, if, like he cheated on his finances? I'm confused. <laughs> no. Okay, so let's say... I'm going to give you two scenarios and you guys can answer okay. whichever one. So let's say you and your nigga been together over two years and 
he cheated and you chose to keep working at it and to trust again do you know how you would go about doing that or if that's even possible for you or if you and your significant other boyfriend whatever um you found out he wasn't paying the bills like he was supposed to and y'all behind you know this is more marital Holy stuff. We're just trying to put this out here. It's like it's heavy, I know, but very I heavy. Mean, I think that um, like financial things in most marriages, if y'all together for a long time, y'all gonna have y'all ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think communicating like shit like that, like okay, you know what I mean. I'm having issues paying. You know, I, I think it's important to communicate that, and a lot of men do not communicate well when it comes to financial shit mm. which can be or anything like, that is that could end in a marriage. general how about that yes Sorry. that could Sorry. like yeah. literally end a marriage so like i feel like it's very important to understand your partner and i feel like after a certain amount of years you figure your partner out and then they also learn how to communicate better with financial shit as you get more bills, like financial heftier, heftier um mm. bills and shit like it's okay we gotta we gotta have this shit you know what I mean? We yeah. got to figure it out. We got a house. We got kids. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, um, with yeah. cheating, I think definitely counseling, um, being open, super open, not just like in the moments after you did something wrong, but like continuously doing the work to prove that you like in this shit for mm-hmm. the long haul. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like not being secretive, not like saying like your spouse needs to be all up in your phone checking your messages and shit, but like you just naturally not putting your phone face down or like being dishonest about where you at that type of shit you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so like i feel like it takes proving like that you're trustworthy mm-hmm. i, I think, agree with that and i agree with keisha like it just like it's really circumstantial like yeah. y'all been together for years and he cheated one time and you know he vowed not to do it again and you see he putting in the work not to do it again i mean but it's still it's up to like if that's something you know you can't get over it's over you know what i'm saying but if it's somebody that you've been with for so long like i'm like i always say too like you don't say you wouldn't do something to you be in that situation like oh, and yeah. I, just <laughs> speaking, I haven't like i haven't been in I've only been in one adult relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I haven't even had these experience, you know, these two scenarios that you like talking about, never been married, whatever like that. But yeah, I guess it really fucking depends. Like, you know, it's financial. Was he hiding? Cause he was embarrassed, but he got some shit that he'd been working on the side. That's going to, cor- but he was trying to correct it before I knew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or he- or is he stealing money from my account? <laughs> like, well, let's hope not. Stealing that's... money from my account. <laughs> it could be so many different things. I think it's all like circumstantial. I don't even know if that's a fucking word. But um, <laughs> yes, shit, that's a tough one. I love but, that you yeah. said, "Do not, don't say what you won't do until you've been in a situation because life will humble the fuck out of you." Oh, yes, it will. Yes, Seriously, will. life will humble you, and you don't know what the hell you will do in a situation. And honestly. Beyond like cheating and financial shit, it's other things that can break a fucking relationship. Mm-hmm. And that could be like respect. It could be, you know what I'm saying? The way consideration. Yes, generation. Yeah. Um, it could be something that the person did that you just, you know what I mean, baffled you beyond cheating and shit. Like it's so yeah. many things that could break a relationship, like, you know what I mean, beyond cheating and financial shit. So like it's you if he was if he if it was a situation where like he wasn't paying the bills and we was about to get evicted like that's a big deal like nigga what do you mean what if you 18 though because bro when me and 50 was 18 bro our lives were so many different so i was thinking of like from my age right now like 34 yeah 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 came to me and was like uh i ain't paid the bills in two months we finna have to move like bye Yeah, I mean, though all those situations ha- can happen or and are possible, um, but we're moving right along. So, if you guys take a look back at your life, um, what's the biggest event or situation you've had to start over from, starting from scratch from? Mm. I was like having kids, like. Mm-hmm. People don't think about it like that, but literally, once you have kids, you are starting over like 
your life is not the same. You can go from literally just leaving the house, doing what you want to do to literally you cannot leave unless you have a sitter, a mm-hmm. nanny, like, or whatever the case, you got to take care of somebody else. Like your whole mind state changed where you are constantly worrying about another being and having to literally make sure that this little person stays alive. So like, I would say that is my biggest thing that I've ever had to do as far as starting over goes or starting you- something new. How do you pick up the pieces too? You know, like when you start over, or do you just say fuck them pieces and get some new ones? Hell no. <laughs> you figure that shit out with support. I'm lucky <laughs> enough to have a spouse that is super supportive. Like I couldn't imagine, like salute to any single mom, single father, whatever the case out there, because I couldn't imagine doing this shit by myself. Yeah. But like literally support mm-hmm. and like just talking shit out because. You know what I mean? Especially immediately after you have children, postpartum depression is crazy. Like mm-hmm. nobody you will ever understand it today in a situation. And that's seriously something that you have to maneuver out of. And that includes counseling and everything else. So mm-hmm. mm. yeah. I'd say like for me, the biggest event when I'm thinking of like how I picked up the pieces, because in this event, I feel like it brought me closer to God. Um was like my breakup with my ex in college and leslie you was during them la days when it was ooh, like child, oh, you, ooh, child, I, was, <laughs> I literally was so like i was just so depressed i was like it just was a lot and the granted like the breakup was partially because i wasn't shit in college and stuff but like think of being with somebody for six years like your best friend like Mm-hmm. you know like plan to get married like all this other type of shit and then that just being like gone so I think for me that was like a very big like starting over but like how I picked up the pieces was like finding my relationship with God and like building up my faith I think in that moment I felt because I did so wrong like God was never gonna bless me again and like it was the end of the world and everything so I feel for me that really Picking up the pieces really helped me, like with my with my faith and like really grow my relationship and building my relationship with God. That's good. That's beautiful. I feel like I've had a lot of starting over moments, <laughs> like like so many. Like it just, I've had a lot. Um, one of them was, um, a break. Um, after college, a breakup. You know, somebody I've been with for eight years I don't know all my you know what I'm saying all my adolescent life you know and yeah. moving out of state you know mm-hmm. by myself leaving you know behind my family you know what I'm saying who and if y'all know me everybody knows me knows that family is like literally everything to me so mm-hmm. that but then in the midst of me starting over which was a really good experience for me so I'm thinking you know I picked up the pieces I'm on a roll and then everybody knows the biggest thing is when I lost my mom so then like well I'm in the process of starting over and I had like got to the end of starting over I just start over again so that was definitely Mm. yeah that was definitely you know a (laughs) one like the reason why you know the biggest start over in my life most traumatic I guess and um how did you pick up your pieces how did you heal for real like honestly what I said earlier about how to move on heal, heal from relationships I had to find something that I could focus on mm. and like and that's literally what it was like hands down I'll say that everywhere that is literally like when I you know, started my organization event mm-hmm. focusing on that finding some other thing to keep my another a reason a purpose some task to focus on to keep me going every day but more than that the love and support of my family and my friends because even without without that I couldn't focus on creating what you know what I have today so like um <clears throat> number one family and friends and just being I think that was the first time in my life where I started to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. like always been private. Like I always say, most of my family friends had never seen me cry. And so I, and then even just speaking to like losing my mom and how that made me feel. And I think even in the midst of me speaking, losing to my mom, I talked, started being open about 
a past, you know, violent relationship I had been in. So I think too, just being vulnerable. Cause like, I think India said like talking like that, just being able to feel free to like lean on somebody and like talk to somebody and bounce experiences off of somebody. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that's good. Um, that's true, man. It ain't no right or wrong way to start over. There's definitely healthy and unhealthy ways, though. Let me say this sidebar. I would never <laughs> kill my husband. Um, I said that if <laughs> not, bitch. <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's I all mean, that's about. But you know, <laughs> I, I, that was a joke. Stop. I've been a child. Ah, it was a joke. But you know what, though, India, like, <laughs> that was real. a blink, bitch. <laughs> Wait, do it one more time, India. Do it one more time. I don't really know how to blink, but you know. <laughs> wink? You mean wink? Wink, wink. 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 Wait, can y'all wink? Tips, I can tips. Tips. Okay, I cannot wing. Sorry, y'all. If you are watch, listening, we are practicing winking at this. We point. are practicing winking. You just gotta practice, girl. But sidebar, what you were saying, like honestly, when you go through divorce, thoughts of like death can kind of creep in. Like another thing that helped me real quick was watching shows that are relatable to like in my life or whatever. And I was watching Grace and Frankie and um who plays grace which is um leslie what's her name my bitch i love her jane fonda uh, jane fonda fine ass oh i yes. love jane fonda. oh i love her she's bad but anyway she was saying to her husband like after he told her he wanted a divorce she was saying it'll be easier if you die like that's a thought that legitimately comes through a person's mind not to be all morbid and stuff um but i'm gonna talk about my life changing event picking up my pieces um other than divorce, my life-altering event would probably be losing my mom at 15. Um, that age, for one, is difficult for a teen. You know, your body going through things. You're in high school, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot going on. Um, I, let me see. I went through so many different emotions um, that I didn't understand you know, and I acted out. I was a hot ass, bad ass mess in school. Um, and to my family, you know, I was just acting out. I was a little, little bitch, but you know, going through that, it's kind of hard to place those emotions in a certain bucket and heal. You know, I probably should have had therapy. No, I'm going to say probably I should have had therapy to work through that situation, but you know, losing your mother is your everything. It was your, um, your capsule to the world you know especially if you have a close relationship with your mom you know losing her is hard anyone who's dealt with that um and let alone losing your mother so young is is it's detrimental it feels like you know a lot of parts of me stopped back then and still haven't started back up you know because you're holding on to the memories that you shared and things like that you're holding on possibly to steal some pain and things like that. So <clears throat> anyway, growing older, going through therapy helps me reflect back then on the things that I needed to heal from still as a 30 something year old. Um, as far as picking up the pieces, I feel really blessed to have God have place to have, I'm not trying to say, to have had God place mother figures in my life. Um, that was one way that I picked up some of my pieces. Like my godmother helped me through tremendously in the amount of love that she like, you know, has over me is just unreal. Um, my aunt, you know, she was definitely the, the first mother figure after my mom passed away to help me build and grow through those things because you're a lady you're a young lady you're still going through changes with your body mm-hmm. and not having your mother for some of those times is it's almost like getting a puppy too early taking it away from his mother too early you know but I was blessed and lucky enough to have women in my life to help me build and pick those pieces up and learn um that's also where I think I got my strength from. I think that situation obviously was very hurtful, but it built me into the strong person that I am today. Um, and I'm also 
I, I try to take a bad situation and make it a better one to be able to talk to people who are going through the same thing because it's not it's not just easy to be like hey do you still have your mom you know like mother's day comes around and mm. some different holidays that shit hurt it really hurts and unless you've gone through it you won't understand it you know um but anyway just when you go through anything just find somebody to talk to don't bottle up a lot of times we do bottle up like Leslie was saying afraid of being vulnerable but like India was saying like talking to certain people will open up some things to you you never would have imagined child let me tell you not even serious (laughs) shit but crazy shit you've done you tell somebody you be like girl you did that girl let me tell you (laughs) you start being more vulnerable and talking to people you learn a lot so like yeah talking opening up like being more free like not holding on to shit that's painful you learn a lot Mm -hmm. absolutely and it makes you feel less alone feeling less alone is important sometimes when you feel alone you just feel like you're the only one in the world that's going through it but closed mouths don't get fed as uh old girl said from the players club okay that's my movie right there i knew exactly what she was talking about you and leslie for sure for being so vulnerable because like those stories man everything yeah, of course. I mean, you got to share because you never know who's listening and who's struggling with that today, yesterday, or whenever. And I'm sure um, y'all mamas is cheering y'all on and so freaking proud of the women that y'all are today. Okay. Y'all beautiful black queen. You're so sweet. Oh, period. Yes, Liz. Let me see you do a little oh, boom, God. boom. Let me see a little fluffy, fluffy. Yeah, yes, yes, hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <See y'all. laughs> y'all are beautiful I would like to say that um okay y'all so I got a special last question for you beautiful ladies um if you could start over from high school what would you do differently lord right child let me tell you what I would do differently starting from sixth grade I would literally focus on my schooling and not no little boys okay Mm -hmm. I wasted literally all of my middle school, all of my high school, trying to be like, I told you, I've been loyal from day one, all right? Trying to focus on one person when I should have been enjoying my youth. Mm. So like, that, that is something I would have changed. Just being more focused on being young and free and focused on, you know what I mean? Schooling and just having fun. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. and I don't know how I would have done this at a young age because I definitely think it was like learned behavior but somehow some way like just being building my confidence at a young starting at an earlier age that's beautiful um you know not body image not like trip I you know hating literally hating body certain body parts like mm-hmm. certain features that I don't give a fuck about now you know what I'm saying like so basically or that took me a long time to get to be able to accept and stuff so definitely some kind of way somehow some building confidence at an early I age I love that that's so important because so many young girls and, and boys these days are just some insecure and don't even know it yeah I would say like having my own like self-identity and not um not like focusing on like what everybody else is doing like I I, definitely for college like I chose my major because two of my other friends had that same major like Mm -hmm. I think I would have like done things a lot differently um in terms of just doing stuff for me instead of doing stuff that other people were doing or doing stuff that my family said to do Mm -hmm. um I would definitely yeah self-identity would be a big thing yeah, I think in high school, like 18, 19 is a, a tender age to put so much pressure on young people for like college. What do you want to do for the rest of your life? It's like, well, shit, I don't even know what color socks I got on today. Like, how am I going to figure that out? But um, if I could change anything after high school, um, ooh, I do not regret my marriage at all. I had a beautiful marriage. Let me say that. Like, but I still got love. Everybody know from Mike. Still got love for him in my heart. It would never go anywhere. But um, I would have gotten married later. I would have discovered myself to the fullest and learned 
myself and found myself. Um, but sometimes at that, at that age, you don't know that you lost. You know, I really wanted to be a wife, but I think it's important to find yourself and know who you are because it determines what you want and what you need in a marriage and a relationship and in yourself. You can be real with yourself and know what you're going to tolerate, what you're not going to tolerate. You know, you just make better choices. So I would have explored more in my 20s if I could go back and maybe married in my 30s, maybe. I don't know, because 30s got a whole new little feel to it, just in case you didn't know. But uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah, just just anybody in their 20s that's listening to this, if y'all listening, live your life, man. All that grown oh, shit. 30 is the finest I've ever felt in my whole life. Period. Ooh, like, your curves period. are in and shit. I feel like curves. I feel like I look the best that I've ever looked. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. And that's without me being like <clears throat> super fit, you know what I'm saying? Like all okay, that. baby. Yeah, you know, like I love like my little Tell us thirty year old body. Okay, <laughs> I do. Thirties is lit as fuck though. Thirties have been have been great. Thirties have been pretty fucking awesome. I'm excited. Well, I really yeah. enjoy my twenties, but thirties cool too. <laughs> I've had some. I've definitely had some down moments in my thirties, but it's cool. My twenties. That's life. Lit. That's life. It's all about lit the ups and downs. Yeah. I mean, twenties was definitely lit, but thirties is like a whole different type of ball game. Well, yeah. this wraps up today. I love y'all. Love you too, boo. Right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure that not only you like, watch, or view, but subscribe to our YouTube. YouTube. Please subscribe, y'all. Um, and you know, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You, you, you. Each and every Tuesday. Tuesday. We in this thing. Each and every Titty Tuesday. Titty Tuesday. Yes, come back to see who's dressed like next week. <laughs> okay. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye.